we can often think we know what our audience might be searching for and we can often think we know who our competition are and sometimes when we do this research we determine that there are perhaps other companies that are better competition to compare ourselves against the startup student podcast the podcast for students who want to be their own boss where students and experts from across the world and i christine give you practical advice we are looking into tips all around starting and marketing your own business as well as productivity to better balance your student and business life turn your idea into reality i'm your host christine let's start this episode hello welcome welcome it's christine the host of the startup student podcast and um very happy because we are starting a series that I wanted to do for a long time, but I couldn't think of someone that is competent enough to do that, that I also trust and that I work with. Luckily, I have met that person. We're talking about digital marketing and I'm joined by Matt Parkins. Hello, welcome. Hello, Christine. <laughs> so like I said, Matt is a trusted person for me because he's basically he basically got involved with my creative startup academy this year and helped me with an incredible amount of work in a very professional and lovely manner so I I really really recommend him from my heart and this is also why I thought okay he's the right person to have on my podcast because this is who I want on my podcast people I can trust people who do a good job and that I can also recommend to other people so, Matt, we start by letting you introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? What does the agency do? And what is it called? <laughs> yeah, thank you, Christine. Firstly, I just want to say another thank you for that really warm introduction. It's really great to hear how happy you are with everything. And it's been really pleasant working with yourself as well. So, as you mentioned, my name is Matt Parkins. I run an agency called I Want to Get Digital. And myself, I really thrive and enjoy working on the strategy side of things, in particular with small businesses and startups, because I just think there's so many ways that you can leverage lots of what's available to you. And, and there's a lot of people that don't know what is actually available to them at little to no cost, which can help you drive your business forward in quite an effective and in quite a, a speedy way. And again, you know, making the most of your time and what's available there to create a really effective strategy based on the resource that that somebody and, and has available to them. And this is exactly the kind of people that are listening. <laughs> and as we know, obviously, we, we're not going to talk too much about how the world in the digital market and the digital marketing evolved. But I remember when I used to work in the design agencies back then, it existed website existed however there were so many different kind of rules and things have moved on so fast and things also became so much easier and more accessible and sometimes even less expensive not from a expert point of view let's say if you buy people in but that's not the point but from from a software point of view and how you can optimize and simplify things so that i found very interesting however like i said we're not going to talk about the history and how it all evolved and things like that if you if you want to say anything about that feel free to to add something to that but we want to start this episode by talking about what you actually have to do before you start doing things before you put any ads out before putting any blog posts out before you put a website up before you get involved in any digital marketing and that is research. <laughs> but do you want to start talking a bit more about what actually needs to be looked at? 
Yeah, yeah, of course. So, I mean, nail on the head there, digital marketing has been, you know, forever evolving and is continuing to, to evolve even more. And the important thing is staying ahead of the curve is, is paying attention to what sort of trends are coming out, not just in your industry, but also what sort of other tools that might be becoming available that could help you achieve more in less time at, this, at the same level of quality. And I know that AI is something that a lot of people are really ranting and raving about. There's huge opportunities within that, you know, so it's just an example. But before you get started, before you sort of dive into anything like that research is an absolutely essential part of your digital marketing strategy and actually is a business strategy as a whole because the more that you know about you know any competitors and the playing field as a whole and what what's happening in your industry the better you can plan especially when you're a new business because it's very difficult to understand what your customer lifetime value might be uh you know so you kind of need to benchmark that off of other competition and see what they're doing you need to understand what people are searching for so in order to do that the research element is is absolutely essential right and that's something that hasn't changed with regards to digital marketing or marketing as a whole however the processes that you use to find out that information have changed dramatically compared to what it used to be now i know that there was a lot when i first got started that you would be doing a google search for keywords that you perhaps wanted to rank for and then you would scan through this the top ranking websites there and you would have a look and see what they're doing and you might run them through one of the earlier you know seo tools and things like that so that does still really really work and i think when it comes to doing the research it's something that myself included and anybody that does it i think it is very easy to get quite lost in the information so some of the things i would always suggest as you're getting started in your research is determine perhaps what you feel are going to be important points for you to take away from that research you know do you want to understand you know what social media platforms they're on and which ones are looking good what information do you want from there do you want to understand what posts were most engaged with or something along those lines and then it's also you know when you're looking at the organic strategy we're going to determine things like you know what keywords are competition coming up for what sort of backlinks that they're getting and a backlink is just someone linking to their website so it's nice and simple i remember when i first started looking into it everyone's talking about backlinks backlinks and and actually it took me a moment to understand it because no one really said in layman's terms well that's just someone linking to their website right so there's lots of ways to do that and the reason that you want to find these things out is we can often think we know what our audience might be searching for and we can often think we know who our competition are and sometimes when we do this research we determine that there are perhaps other companies that are better competition to compare ourselves against now when you're doing this research especially when you're a new business the way that I would always suggest doing it is finding some competition that are closer to you. So in terms of size and where they're at, because their strategy is actually going to be quite different when you compare it to the strategy of a business that's already well established. So a good way to do it is find a couple of two or three businesses that are closer to you in terms of where you're at or where you want to be at in a short space of time. You know, so they're a similar size of business. They perhaps started a year or two ago, but they've thrived and they've done quite well. And then you want to find one that's perhaps significantly larger. They've been doing it for quite a few years. And then you want to find a trendsetter as well. Right. So you can try and generally if you can get five, that's good. And then determine the sort of information that you're going to want to get from them. And I tend to suggest, you know, like I've mentioned before, looking at things like their keywords, what they're ranking for, what are their top pages, perhaps what their top shared content is. And backlinks is one that I would always always suggest finding out because not only are you going to determine you know where they're getting the backlinks from and who you could do the same for but there's the opportunities to find potential partners there as well as much as backlinks are very very good ranking signals so you can rank very highly when you start getting backlinks not only that but if the traffic going to that site is incredibly relevant 
you're also getting traffic to your site from theirs that is very relevant. So you've got the two pronged approach there. You're getting better search results and you're also getting really relevant traffic come through to your site as well. And provided your site set up in a way that people want to engage with it, that's going to be very positive. Right now, I know I've gone off and reeled kind of what you're going to be looking for. And these are very, very important. Again, Christine, anytime you want to ask me a question or you want me to expand on anything, <laughs> please do let me know. So, so that's kind of thought processes there. I'm sure everybody's kind of asking, okay, well, how in the world am I going to do that? Right. And especially in this world now, there's so many different digital marketing tools. It's easy to get lost. I myself have got quite a few different tools that we use. Someone just starting out early business, wanting to sort of look at costs and keep costs down. Some of the tools I would really, really suggest that are going to give you some fantastic information and help you determine everything that I've said there. You've got one called Uber Suggest, which is brilliant. And that's by a chap called Neil Patel. And he is really quite, he's very much leading the way when it comes to digital marketing. Absolute wizard when it comes to it. So, I've, you know, myself have looked up, regularly read his posts and watch his videos. But his tool, Uber Suggest, it's a very good keyword tool. You can top, you can pop in a comp, like competitor's domain. It will give you the keywords that they rank for. It will give you things that, people are searching for and then you can expand on that by taking those keywords and then popping those into a keyword analysis tool which uber suggest has as well and then you can find others that expand upon it you can find questions that people are asking and you can find other content that's ranking and this can take you down that path where you start to determine okay so we know people are searching for this that's very very interesting that's really really valuable perhaps you find a different competitor that's closer to what you need and then you can do a search on them then you can find the backlinks through uber suggest as well another very good one to reference with that is SpyFu. And that's one that's been around for a very, very long time. And the free version of that tool is going to give you a really great starting point just to collect some of this information, you know, things like top pages, top keywords, and top backlinks, I think are going to be very, very good. And the benefit with SpyFu is you can also see what words they're advertising for on pay-per-click. This can give you an understanding of which words they find to be valuable worth it worth paying for essentially and that can give you a good idea of where to go with your strategy as well so that's kind of that in a nutshell and then another one that i'm sure most people have heard of is semrush but little do most people know semrush has a free version which allows you to track competitors social media accounts which is a very very valuable tool so i would definitely suggest having a look at that and then if you want to see facebook ads of some of your competition I think that you may well know, but Facebook have got their ad library. Just type into Google Facebook ad library, pop in a competitor in there, and you can actually see what they've been advertising on Facebook as well. So again, I've reeled quite a lot of information off there. Hopefully it all flows and, and makes sense and, and adds some value there. Was there anything that you wanted me to expand on, Christine? <laughs> wow, this is a mind explosion. Like it always is when I talk to you and you have, you, you're such a, so I don't know, a fountain of resources and suggestions and how to make things really easier and all the kind of tools that work really well that you've tried. And I know that you tried so many and we tried actually together some of them. Some didn't work out as well as other ones maybe. But I appreciate that you are always on the lookout for finding what works really best and, and also try new things also for, for clients and, and really advise if something did work so it's not about okay get this 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 i know also you're always looking into most cost efficient ways to do things so lifetime licenses for example instead of one or monthly ones that you have to pay all the ones all the resources that you just mentioned i will make sure i will link back to on creativestartupacademy.com slash podcast where you can then find this digital marketing series and you can 
get all the information, all the links, and same for obviously connecting with Matt and check out his website. And so thank you for, for <laughs> rattling that down and packing so much information <laughs> into a, a short amount of time. And I think there's one thing I just want to really point out to people, because also that's something that I probably haven't paid much attention to, especially in the first years, because we tend, we as in entrepreneurs, startups, entrepreneurs, mompreneurs, dadpreneurs, whatever, we tend to forget about data and looking into what actually worked and what didn't work. And we just get on with things and hope they work. So first, you can you can do some research with all these great tools to make to enhance your chances of things working the way you want and reaching the goals that you actually want. We often forget to maybe set goals of what we actually want out of that. So like you mentioned on social media, what do I actually want out of social media? Why do I do these things? But also, what do I want to get out of? the data of the results where do I get those results how do I see them in an easy way and what actually will be the goals that I want to achieve and how can I track those and this is something that a lot of people don't do if they're not working obviously with experts like you and I'm also guilty of that we talked about one of my free offers where I was running google ads and don't really have anything to track because there's also some technical stuff that I probably didn't know how to set it up or something. I knew the results, which were very good. However, there was no further, yeah, how uh, further follow up or knowing actually how it worked and how qualitative some signups were and all these kind of things. So this is just something I want to emphasize that also came through with everything that you said. Okay, doing the research up front of how to set things up in the right way to get the results that you actually want, but then be able to track those. And just before the call or just before the recording here, we had a call about that as well. And yeah, so I don't know if there's anything you want to add to that as well with regards to right tracking actually things. I mean, we, we talk about this later on, but just to emphasize the importance of it. And data is the new gold, obviously, like mm. we know, and you mentioned AI, but there's so much data that it can be also super overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is a challenge not to get overwhelmed with so much data. And that's why I sort of, you know, mentioned exactly as you've said there is if you can determine what information it is that you need from your your research your market research and that can be led by your goals and I think sometimes you at an early stage kind of have some flexibility as to what those goals might be because you might perhaps think you know social media is something that we really really think is going to be beneficial for us however if you dive in and you discover that very few of the competition have you know extensively valuable social media accounts very little engagement people don't seem too fussed then it might not be right for you because you find in some financial industries actual so you know social media people aren't as engaged you know as something like sports because sports has got such a huge following so it's been flexible in that research stage but still understanding what information it is that you're looking for and you know sort of diving in and finding out and not getting lost you know so when you are looking for backlinks you don't get hopelessly lost in lots of ones that mean absolutely nothing if you focus on ones that perhaps are going to at least one or two sorry at least two or three of your competition then you know that those are quite valuable links and then you could focus on links that also go 
to a specific piece of content because if you find that a piece of content on a competitor's website has got quite a lot of links or is very popular that in itself shows you right you know people are interested in this and then you can take it steps further you know there's so much that you can do with it if you're going onto forums you can then discover what people are talking about about that topic you can find out what's keeping people up at night or what the conversation is you can find out what people do and don't like about your competitors so there's quite a lot there and another thing i i really try to say to people as well because you know in this sort of research days there's, there's lots of learning to be done i would always suggest turning off any ad blockers that you have at least for a period of time or having a browser that doesn't have any ad blockers on it because i know you're going to see them on facebook regardless but when you go to other web pages you if you've got them turned on you're not going to see these ads and the reason i say that is because if you're clicking through all of your competition and they've got retargeting ads on or they've got other adver advertisements on if you've got your ad blocker on, you're not seeing how they're trying to retarget you. And sometimes there can be so much value in that because you can get a good understanding of what the messaging is that they're trying to achieve and who it is that perhaps they're trying to target with their messaging. And the good thing to think about there is if you're scrolling on Facebook or if you're having a look through whatever it is you're having a look through and an ad makes you stop and click it because you want to stop and click it, I always say to people, what is it that made you want to stop and click that ad? really take into consideration how that's affected you and how you can perhaps take something from that to implement in your own strategy because there's so much of it out there and we do tend to get a bit desensitized to it myself I you know I'm in the industry and I, I absolutely love it so I, I'm always flicking through and having a look at other people's advertisements and how they're doing it and how we can be different and what it is that made me stop so that's a really good one I do really try and emphasize to people and on top of that it's really quite important if you can sign up to your competitors email campaigns even if you set up a separate email address and everything goes into there because then you can get an idea of what they deem important enough to go out in newsletters you can get an idea of frequency and these are the things that I wouldn't, you know, don't just do it once. Once you've done that research to get started, it's something that should be done fairly regularly and just kept on top of. That's why if you're signing up for these emails and you're looking at their ads, you know, you might notice something quite interesting that gives you inspiration to do something that's different, but you know is going to be impactful compared to your competition as well. So yeah, hopefully I've expanded on that for you a bit there, Christine, and added a couple of little nuggets there that I think are really worth taking into consideration when it comes to your, so when it comes to anyone's competitor analysis or, or general research. Yes, thank you. Yeah, excellent. And signing up to your competitors' newsletter, checking out what they're doing, I think is always great. It's not, let's say, to copy one-to-one -to, -one to what they're doing, but to see what also works, what doesn't work, what do you like, what don't you like, and exactly like I say, why did you click on this? Why did you like that? And we can learn so much from our competitors. We can even see if there might be some crossovers and see competitors as partners for something else. And you might want to come up with a new project together. I do that all the time. Great. Right. Is there any other things that you thought you might want to mention in this episode before we wrap it up? <laughs> Yeah, and no, I think like for research, it's quite a good starting point there. And, you know, as I say, I'm going to, you know, you've got all of the links there to share with everybody that views it so that they can jump into the tools that we've suggested. It's, you know, it's something that good to get started with that without having to overload anybody. Just to recap sort of key things to pay attention to is what their top ranking keywords are, what their top content is, who's linking to them, and just having a quick look at their social media accounts and, you know, as I say, not a lot of people know that SEMrush has got a good tool that can let you easily track stuff like that. So, yeah, that that's definitely more than enough to get you started on, on the research side of things. 
I can't wait to talk to you in the second episode. And in that one, we're going to talk about laying the foundations, really. So we talked about the research, which is also foundations, but we go more into detail what to do next. So thank you so much for your time, Matt. Yeah, not at all. It's been a pleasure, Christine. Thank you for having me on. That was it. Thanks for tuning in. And just to let you know, there's a free 30-day Kickstart Your Business Challenge available on my website, creativestartupacademy.com slash kickstart. And it turns your business idea into reality in just 30 days. And if you could leave a review for this podcast, please, please, please do so because it will help me with my ranking. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye.